This is Michael Azarad, Editor-in-Chief of the Talk House, and welcome to the Talk House Music Podcast. This time around, we've got Mike Hadrius of Perfume Genius. In conversation with Lower Dens leader, Jana Hunter. Jana is a frequent Talk House contributor and a fine writer. In April of 2015, she wrote a great piece for Cosmopolitan titled, What It's Like to Be a Female Musician When You Don't Identify as a Woman. And Hadrius has said in interviews that he's pretty fluid with gender too. But that was only one reason why we invited them to sit down and chat for the Talk House Music Podcast. Lower Dens and Perfume Genius make some of the most interestingly beautiful music right now. And Janet and Mike are articulate and outspoken and charming. And that's exactly how it worked out. Sure, they talked about the gender thing, but they also talked about things like how to dance on stage and dealing with hate mail. And they related as people, too. They talk about whether they believe in love, their methods for quitting smoking, and why Clark Kent is hot. This conversation was recorded during the 2015 Pitchfork Music Festival. Thanks, Pitchfork! And a hot, sweaty, echoey gymnasium on the festival grounds. Kids would wander in, the Chicago L train would rumble past, an ice cream truck outside played its little song, and Mike and Jana chatted amid the fitness equipment and workout machines. They had only met briefly once before, but when Jana and Mike sat down at the Talkhouse Music microphones, they hit it off immediately. In fact, almost from the start, these two very intellectual people were giggling like teenagers. So that's pretty cute. Here's what they had to say. This yeah. is like a conversation. Yeah. I'm trying to think. I'm going to vape during it. Oh, good. <laughs> so that might help like lighten it up, break the ice a little bit. I, uh, I can put a snooze patch in. Do you think it'll, my vaping device will interfere with any of the recording equipment? <laughs> I hope so. Is it electronic? I guess it is. Yeah, what if it like has thoughts or something? <laughs> I'm gonna try when I get home to quit everything. Just because I quit mainly for singing, and yeah. this doesn't, I can sing longer, but it sounds worse. <laughs> yeah, because it like dries your throat out, right? It's bad, yeah. Yeah. And I try to get like organic juice. Yeah. Like. Um, but I feel like smoking just made everything bad, but this makes, it just is like right here, that hurts. Just like the side of my face and neck, so. Really? Not the side of my face, I <laughs> <laughs> Just the side of my face hurts. I think you're having a stroke. Am <laughs> 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 I tired, is that what you said? No, how do you want to start? Are you tired? <laughs> Uh, yeah. I'm the kind of jet-lagged where I'm just kind of vaguely frightened of everything. Yeah. But I also feel super goofy at the same time, so it's a weird mix. Where did you come, where did you come from? Portugal. Oh, whoa. Yeah. Like two days ago. Yeah, that's a serious jaunt. Mm-hmm. Um, so how was your show? <laughs> Portugal was good. Mm-hmm. Power went out during it. You know, which kind of just stopped the show for a few minutes. Yeah. So I just went out and hugged a bunch of teenagers in the crowd. During the break? Yeah. That's cool. And sometimes, like, I go out, like, after shows thinking somebody wants to talk to me and no one does. So I'm kind of just, like, <laughs> making myself available. But everyone's just like, why is he out here? But that was good. It was a good move at that festival. Cool. I went out because 
at least three teenagers were really into hugging. <laughs> so. Did you just extend the hugs until the power came yeah, back on? first hug, I just went straight up to this guy, and I could tell he didn't want to hug me, but I couldn't, like, I couldn't, I don't know. It was the first one, so I just had to do it, so everybody knew what I was doing, you know? Yeah. And I think he was all right with it. It wasn't, like, forced or anything, but he just wasn't really, you know, he didn't want to hug me, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but he, but he, like, but he acquiesced. Afterwards, he thanked, like, when I walked by, he goes, thank you, and I said, you're welcome. Goodbye. I'm going to go do the rest of the show. That's cool. And the other two hugs went smoother after that. There's actually, I was, I was being modest. There were many hugs. Many. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> what was your last show? Um, we played at the Forecastle Festival in Louisville last night, or yesterday during the day. In Louisville. Oh, Louisville. Yeah. How was that? It was pretty good. We were the first uh, act on, and while we were playing, another band started playing on another stage. Cool. But fortunately, they were, like, in key with our song. Really? Yeah. So it sounded, wow. And they had a big horn section, so it just sounded like we introduced <laughs> horns out, awesome. out of nowhere, like out of the sky. I like that. I've yeah. never had a situation like that. It was cool. I thought about trying to, like, talk to them because we could hear them very clearly. I thought that would be cool if you had a conversation That's from one nice. stage to another. That's nice. That's the opposite of starting a beef. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No good at beef. Um, I saw you play in D.C., right? Yeah. At yeah. that, like, dinner theater place. Yeah, that was mm. cool. Thanks. That was a cool show. Thank you. Yeah, because it was a weird, it was like a weird dinner theater thing, uh, which is not what I was expecting. No. I guess. I don't know what I was expecting. But, uh, but yeah, you were playing with Matea. Yeah, I love Matea. Yeah, I like mm-hmm. Matea a lot. I'm a little obsessed with her and Matthew, really. I've even asked my boyfriend if he would mind, like, marrying them both. Like and, the like, four of you? Yeah. Yeah. And then, like, having some kind of bunker, raise the children kind of thing together. Was he into it? Or? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it's going to happen. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> that would be great. Mm. That sounds ideal. Mm. This thing feels weird. Huh? This thing feels weird. The snooze? Snooze. But it's like the, it's really fucking gross to pull it out of my mouth after I've been using it. It's like I'm. Do you have to spit or does it just like have its own stored stuff to give you and just like let it give you? Yeah, you just let it give you the stuff. Yeah, it just goes directly into you. You have to refill this vaping device, which is mortifying. It's already mortifying enough to do it. But for some reason I did at a rest stop in um, England and I was wearing like all black and I like crouched in the middle of this like rest stop and started refilling this thing. And I think some of the families didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> they thought I was openly doing like future drugs or something, like in full golf. And they freaked them out. Did you get reported on? No. That's good. I didn't. I think you can get, I think you can get um, kicked out of the country for that, for doing future drugs. Future drugs, yeah. yeah. Smoking a Segway. Yeah. Mm. Have you been on tour, like, since I saw you last? No, we had, like, Christmas time off. Okay. And I was supposed to write, and I didn't. And we have been gone for the last few months, and now I'm supposed to go home and write. Yeah. Write music. Write music, yeah. Yeah. 
just write, I'm going to write thank you notes to, <laughs> to everybody for the last couple of months. And I was supposed to write some music, but I'm living with my mom, and my cousin just moved in there, too. Oh, so wow. it's like a full house. I don't know if I'm going to really want to, like, scream and do weird shit on my piano. Is that part of your writing, the screaming and doing <laughs> weird shit? Just, I guess, just doing things that could potentially be really awful or goofy or... Yeah. And just, I don't know. Things that don't make the final cut. Yeah. But sometimes they do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, do, I was going to ask you um, about... Uh, there's a song... There's a song on your record, uh, I think on Fool, where you do like, where it's, there's like a lot of screaming mm-hmm. in the middle of it. Is that you on the record screaming? Yeah, everybody thinks it's a sample like Diamante Gloss. I think yeah. it's actually grit, <laughs> yeah. but it's not. And it's actually yeah. taken from my demo of me in my room in this house that I was renting with my boyfriend. Oh, wow. Yeah, because I didn't want to recreate the screeching. Yeah. <laughs> so I thought it was good. Yeah. Yeah, it was really good. I'm really proud of it too. And people could th- keep thinking it's a sample. And like, I normally wouldn't care enough to correct people, but I've been correcting them on that one. I mean, so I'm proud of it. Yeah. I mean, that's a pretty hard compliment. That's what I thought, too. I thought it was Steve Monticles or something. I was like, how did he do it? Um, Screeched. Yeah. Just let it out. That was the kind of thing, though, that it could have sounded really ridiculous and, like, not a good goblin. I could have yeah. sounded like, like a not album-worthy goblin when I was doing it, but yeah. I really liked it. Yeah, I've, I've been trying to figure out how to get over those sorts of things, like what? living with people, because I've never, I never live alone either, and I want to be able to, to not be so specific about the environment that I need to write music yeah. in, but it's really necessary. And it's for me too. Well, I need like yeah. a certain amount of drama about the whole thing, like mm-hmm. some kind of isolation, or I don't know. I don't think I want to really get over that. I like kind of being really intense and alone <laughs> yeah. for long periods of time. Yeah. Yeah, and not sharing walls is a big deal. I think that actually influenced how I was writing a lot. Because yeah. I wasn't in an apartment anymore. Mm-hmm. You're living with roommates in an apartment or house? Right now I'm in a, in a house with roommates. That's better, though. Yeah, it is better. It's better, yeah, there's no... Well, there are shared walls because the row houses in Baltimore all share oh, walls. Yeah. But um, but I always go somewhere to write. I always rent a rent a place or or uh, borrow somebody's house or something like that for Can writing. Can you do it when you have that set time? When you know you're supposed to write and the like time's running out? Is that good? Or yeah. Bad Sometimes I work really good under like under pressure mm-hmm. like that. Like I'll write better if uh, if I'm scared about <laughs> <laughs> having to finish it. That's cool. Yeah, <laughs> it is cool. It's fortunate. So probably ended up working with uh, Cody because you did that video. Really? Because I liked that video oh, so good. much. I mean, I always liked him. That but video I, he like, did. I liked that video. You ended up doing with him a lot too. It was really cool. Super good. It was all him. He uh, came up with the entire. Thing. Did he really? Yeah, yeah. I just hung out while he did it. <laughs> yeah. I just hung out, got my makeup done. It was great. Mm. It was really fun. 
Yeah, he came up with a lot of the stuff for that video too, for me. I had a few weird little ideas, but like baby pigs and giant shrimp and shit was on him. Yeah, mm. that's really good. And he like actually got the baby pigs. He you got, know what I mean? Well, no, yeah, like, yeah. you know, they say, oh, we're gonna have baby pigs in this video. I'm like, okay. It's gonna be, you know, like a stuffed animal or something. But he actually had like a, a pig wrangler woman come and sh like talk to us about how to hold the pigs and stuff like that. And they were real pigs, That's real amazing. ass pigs. They looked like real pigs because <laughs> they were. <laughs> they were real pigs. <clears throat> I didn't have to hold any pigs. Uh, That's probably for the best. Um. I don't know what else to talk about. Oh, I don't know either. Once they start recording, I have no idea what to say. What, when they start recording? Yeah. Well, it's the same when they ask you, like, who your influences are and, or who you're listening to these days. And yeah. I can't think of anyone. Yeah. But then I can think of people right after they shut, like, right when I leave the interview. Yeah. Do you like touring and playing shows? I do right now. Yeah, I like my band a lot. Mm -hmm. They're really good. They're like good to hang out with, and the shows are a lot better than they used to be. Why? Uh, the band is better. Mm -hmm. There's different people in the band. Oh, okay. So it's a personal for personal reasons. It's really not a personal thing. It's just that they're like people who are more into what they're doing. Oh yeah. You know, like that definitely helps. Yeah. Yeah. I thought for a while I wouldn't. I would never like playing shows, but I do like it some now. Yeah. <laughs> You seemed like you were having a good time at that show that I saw. Yeah. I think it's just sort of embarrassing. Always embarrassing to play a show. Yeah? Yeah. It's just... I don't know. I feel uncool every show, but in a, in a way that makes me happy now. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know how to explain it. I used to not... I think because I'm kind of trying to let loose a little bit more now, and there's something really kind of embarrassing about that. Even though that's what makes the show good, is if I can do that, but, you know. Are you, uh, are you like 100% yourself on stage? Um, I, don't, I don't know if I would ever know when I would ever be 100% myself, like even alone. I don't think I'd ever have a moment like, I'm definitely being me right now. Because <laughs> I don't really know what that means, you know what I mean? I don't know, I mean, I kind of magnify certain things and um, I mean I used to just wear whatever I was wearing and not look at the crowd or pay attention and just try to sing and so and that felt authentic just because I wasn't trying yeah. to perform at all yeah so when I started performing I wondered if I was being phony because I was you know actually thinking about like moving and what the crowd was thinking and but it's not really it just sort of magnifies certain things. I still phase in and out of being really um, awkward and weird. And then I phase into being a little more confident. But it probably adds something to the show. For I hope, shit, I hope so. I think so. <laughs> I hope so. It does. Mm. Do you dance on stage? I do dance. I also think about it all the time. I think on stage I'm always thinking about uh, how I need to stop thinking about it. Yeah and just do it, but then I think uh, I must look ridiculous to anybody who actually knows how to dance. You don't, though, that's the thing. It's the yeah. same if you just do it with some sort of, like, intent. People believe you. Pretty much anything you do with intent, yeah. I feel like people believe you. Yeah. Mm. 
Yeah, I try to remember that, that, like, confidence is, is like, the number one thing people actually want to see from somebody I know, it's weird, because I've never really had any, yeah. any real confidence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you can just pretend mm-hmm. on stage. Um, and then also, uh, our, our guitarist was talking about how there's a, in the in the Wu Tang Clan documentary. There's a promoter like freaking out because ODB is late to the stage, and he walks up. To, I can't remember if it's Riz or Jizz. Everybody walks up to him. He's like, "Why aren't you freaking out?" And he just says, um, "Oh man, I roll stress free." <laughs> and I've been trying to think about that, like just kind in, of deciding in all things, yeah. yeah, in all things related to tour, especially. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, the show because I. Because I feel like whatever you're doing on stage is kind of like you're kind of setting an example for people. Mm-hmm. Like, I want them to, to, to also, like, let loose and have a yeah. good time and not think about it or whatever. And I feel like, you, you know, if I'm... Even if, even if in my body language I'm, like, super worried about everything that I'm doing, that that's going to affect how they're thinking about themselves at mm. the show. <laughs> I don't know if you need to put that much pressure on yourself. Well, I kind of like it. Huh? <laughs> you like it? Yeah, I yeah. think. Yeah. Yeah, I think I do better with like a lot of structure, even even in a show environment. Structure? Yeah, that's kind of a structure for me. I think I could have more. My boyfriend gets really mad at me because I don't like to practice. I don't like to, like, I didn't, you know, I didn't like dance in front of a mirror. I had no idea. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't really prepare any of that kind of stuff. Thinks I should be more, put more thought into it, yeah. and it talk. It would honestly probably be help because I try to do banter, but it's usually really bad, and I usually bomb. And then I get some weird kind of masochistic thing of keep pushing it, like I'll keep going even though, like, I don't know. But I don't know. I don't. I can't really plan banter. Do you plan banter out? I don't plan. I don't plan it. Uh, sometimes I do a good job, and sometimes it's really it's really awful. But I always I I, I like I love seeing people uh, do really awkward banter. It's my favorite. It's my favorite I like thing. it too. Yeah, I actually think I would distrust someone that's really good at it. Like VH1 storyteller is good at it. Yeah, you have to be like a little mm-hmm. psychopathic. I you don't ever like really to tell the story of one of your songs. Like this next <laughs> song is called Beth. <laughs> It's called Beth. (laughs) (laughs) Don't you have a song called Beth? Uh, I always, I do always, uh, if I'm going to talk about a song, I talk about this song about, it's called Batman. And I like to try to find different ways to introduce Batman to people. I talked for a long time, one night I talked about how he was actually a supervillain. Batman? Yeah, he's just misunderstood. I don't know much about him, really. He's like a businessman, right? And his, the weird city he lives in is real dark See, all the time. That's all you really need to know. You've got right. the makings of a story he's right like there. Hot, right? And he like, <laughs> he's <super> rich. <laughs> and he's the mayor or something. Yeah. I don't know. He goes to a lot of parties, and then, but he's like, well, I'm still, I'm not happy with the way things are going. Yeah. I'm going to switch into this suit or whatever. Yeah, and drive around looking for fights to get into. <laughs> That's what he does. Yeah. Superman's pretty hot. Clark Kent's really hot. Mm-hmm. 
I think he's hotter than Superman, really. But I don't know if it's if it's because he is Superman that makes Clark Kent hot. But I wouldn't want him to switch. But I think it helps that I knew that know that he could. Yeah. <laughs> you know. That makes sense. <laughs> so. <laughs> I like the direction this is. Going. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I was actually talking to Cody once, and we were talking about guys, and he said that he likes pigs, and he meant like dirty guys or whatever but I thought he suddenly was talking about actual pigs and so I went (laughs) off about like how much I love pigs and stuff like that I do that all the time I read that thing you wrote about about gender (laughs) (laughs) I figured that's what we were going to end up talking about Usually oh, that's yeah. what I end up talking about is why I'm gay, why I'm sad. <laughs> you know what I mean? And gender. Yeah. Um, well, we can talk about I don't know, maybe we should. sad gay gender stuff <laughs> if you want. But uh, to be that. honest, I had never read anything like that thing you wrote that wasn't one direction or the other. And I, I identified with that a lot. Well, that's cool. Yeah, I mean... Uh, that was a funny thing, right? Because like, Cosmo asked me to write something. Oh, I forgot that I was on Cosmo. Is in Cosmo, and then I turned in something that was other than what they wanted to write. But it just kind of turned out pretty good. I didn't even know that I was going to write about that when I started writing about it. Um, but, but I mean, it's it was interesting to write about it because I knew I was writing for people who were going to read it in Cosmo and maybe never have heard anything what I was talking about before and just wanted it to be uh, informative without making anybody feel like defensive about what they didn't know or what they already thought or anything like that. That's really difficult. It's hard. You succeeded in that but that's difficult to do I think. You have to like write like you don't have any strong opinions about (laughs) this. Well, it's hard. It's just as hard to write when everybody's really familiar with what you're talking about. It's even, I think, yeah. sometimes it's scarier. Yeah. Just because you can mess up so easily. Yeah. And say the wrong thing. Do you write stuff for, have you written things for publications? Mm-mm. Do you ever think about it? A little bit. I think you'd be really good at it. Huh? I think you'd be yeah, really good at it. The thing usually, like, if I'm not writing music now, all the stuff I want to do is really silly and um, nonsensical. I write a lot as this woman. I have a Facebook profile for, like, an older woman that lives in Juneau. Really? (laughs) And I write as her a lot. I didn't know that. That's great. (laughs) She's, like, really into mystery writers. (laughs) And she writes these long things about, like, when she met them and stuff. It's really nonsensical. She sounds lovely. Huh? She sounds lovely. She's really into Barbara Kingsolver and mystery writers. What else is she into? I don't know. Dennis Franz. Oh, yeah. By NYPD Blue. That's like her favorite actor. Yeah. <laughs> and the Rembrandts. The Rembrandts. What's the Rembrandts? They did the Friends theme song. Oh, right, right. Do you ever, like on Twitter, want to go on rants? Um, or, I don't know. I did, I did one time kind of go on a little rant about um, Spotify and streaming services. Yeah. and Were you super into it? I was, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, couldn't believe that anybody would talk shit about it. Uh, 
I was I uh, like wrote some stuff and then I like summarized it and, and expanded on a little on a little bit of my Tumblr. Um, and it was cool. I got a lot of responses. The only issue with it is that I'm still talking to people about it. Really? People are still asking me. They're like, so I saw that on oh. your Tumblr. I'm like, yeah, that was four years ago, but we can talk <laughs> yeah. about it if you want to. Um, but uh, I also just kind of backed off from social media because I've been doing it since the beginning of the band and uh, and just started to get kind of overwhelmed by how... You know, by the the like, kind of gimmicky selling yourself aspect of it. I just don't want to have anything to do with it for a while. But I'm mm-hmm. trying to get back into it because now it's just my management, like posting, like yeah, it's even worse than show, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which is really nice to them. But mm-hmm. that's all it is. Um, but yeah, I like your Twitter. I yeah, I basically Twitter. just write a lot about like queefs, and then every once in a while I'll post like a picture of me singing, so everybody remind like just to remind them. <laughs> 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 you know? I don't think it's very good for my brand or whatever. I mean, but you have like a people respond to it. You have a fo- you have a following. Yeah, I hope so. I think so. It's fun. I really like Twitter. Yeah, I like it too. Mm-hmm. I but I want to go on rants a lot because I get really upset yeah. on the internet a lot about um, like issues yeah. <laughs> stuff like that. But I don't. I don't know enough. I don't feel smart enough to actually do a good rant. And I, the last thing on earth I want to do is give my opinion on something I don't know very much about oh, or yeah, I don't fully understand, fun. and that happens yeah. to me a lot. So that's what keeps you from doing it? It's, it's just that you're worried that you would like speak on something you don't really understand? Fully. That, and also, I guess, I feel like most of the my opinions are going to be like really entry-level, like... Opinions, you know what I mean? But I don't want to say something like that, being like, please listen, listen here, like, about yeah. that. That's hard, man. The internet is really weird. Like, people that do a lot of comments and stuff are really horrible. And there's so many of them. Yeah. Are you talking specifically about people who comment on... Just anything. Just anything? <laughs> yeah. No, I don't know. I guess, like, I'll read, like, a really well-written story or something that... I connect with, and then I'll read the comments, and they're just awful. Yeah. And it's not just one. There's just pages and pages of all these people having the same horrible, terrifying opinion. Yeah. It's really scary. It makes me think that the and while it's true, (laughs) the world is populated with people thinking that that are gonna like, um, you know, maybe that cashier was actually mean to me because of my nail polish, and she's gonna go home and do a mean comment. Yeah. (laughs) Afterwards. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, t- I mean, like, if... I don't know. I guess, you know, you don't read the comments. You're not supposed to ever read the comments. But, like, sometimes I just want to know what people think. Uh, but I don't know if comments are really a good representation of what people think or it's just the things that they say to try to get attention. And, um, I don't know, like, at my best, I'll feel sorry for people who are, like, baiting other people by saying hateful things. But then if I'm tired or picky <laughs> or whatever, or they're, like, talking shit about a kid or something like yeah. that, I just, like, can't handle it. Have you ever gotten any hate mail? Um, 
I feel like I have, but I don't. I can't think of anything. That's pretty awesome. If you did, you don't remember it. That's kind of. I mean, cool. if I have, it's been pretty. It's been pretty mild. I guess I I mild posted. I posted something about um. About uh, Macklemore winning a Grammy. Oh yeah. And then somebody wrote and was like, told me that I was like racist against white people. Yeah. And and I responded to that, but I just like I just <laughs> thought that was really. You know, hilarious. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I've tried to not like. I felt bad because I posted a picture that was kind of. It was not a joke on Gwyneth Paltrow, but she was involved in why the the picture was funny. Yeah, I felt kind of bad like that about that. It's never going to get back to her, no. and I doubt she would care. But yeah. so kind of bad. Why do you feel bad about it? How about Gwyneth Paltrow? Yeah, I mean, is it actually making fun I guess of her? Because, like, I will. I will. Sometimes I'll, I'll be friends with people and then I'll see their feed or whatever and it's so negative and mean to other people needlessly. Yeah. Even if it's just lightly, sometimes I find that off-putting. Yeah. I don't ever want to be like that, but it, it's hard not to. Because I've got so many opinions on people <laughs> and shit like that. <laughs> did you, did you uh, like correct Yourself. No, all it was, it was like I googled the most beautiful like J- JPEG in the world, <laughs> and it was all it was all like beach scenes. Yeah. And then one picture of her in the Google image search, it was just like beach, 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 like native people, and then one of Paltrow like a portrait. <laughs> I I mean, really, she should be able to laugh at that. Yeah, I would think so. Yeah. That is pretty funny. Yeah. Um, do you get hate mail? Yeah. I'm sorry. That's all right. <laughs> what do you do with it? Um, there's only one that really, really bothered me, and I really wanted to respond to her, but I just didn't. I just blocked her on Facebook. It was like a, not, was just a not an anonymous takedown. thing? No, it was like she wrote to me just this real takedown of why she hates me and why I'm bad for gay people and... You're bad for gay people. Yeah. Wow. It was really, it was horrible. Yeah. And it, like, seasoned my week. Or more than that. Um, but usually it's just, like, you know, you're gay kind of stuff. Yeah. I'm going to hell, that kind of thing. It doesn't bother me. I actually kind of like that kind of stuff. But. Yeah. I don't know. Sometimes, like, bad reviews don't bother me, especially if they're written really well. Sometimes I even like reading them in a weird way. Hmm. If they're well written. Never take, hate mail, but like bad reviews. Yeah. I like sometimes. Do you take them to heart? If, if I understand what they're talking about, I guess. <laughs> I mean, I just have greed a couple times. Yeah. Or I could see where they're coming from. Yeah. Mm. I don't, I can't read reviews. I can't do it. I don't as much as I used to. I used to read every single thing. Like the first couple albums, I don't read as much now. Yeah. I just find if I read them, like, whether they're good or bad, it doesn't do anything good for me. I don't think it does anything good for me either. But I've read a couple that were really touching. That's cool. Like, emotional. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I'm probably just not interesting enough to get hate mail. You don't think so? I'll just have to be a lot weirder. <laughs> yeah. to try, to, <laughs> try to court some hate mail. Mm. 
And people will also, I made like a shirt with Eminem on it and I get a lot of Eminem fans. Oh yeah. And they must be digging, like really digging to find something to be upset about, you know? Yeah. About like Eminem related. Maybe they... And they call them, they, they're stands. Oh yeah, yeah. But they, people stand for other people. Stand for a lot of people now. But aren't, like wasn't a, that weren't they the original stands? Yeah, I would think so. Yeah, because he had a stand song. Yeah, right. I don't know what he was yeah. um, rapping, mm-hmm. and the other guy was really into it, mm. and wrote him a lot of letters, being like, "I love your rapping." Oh, <laughs> I'm not. You know, it was actually kind of a good song. That's the shitty part about how much I hate him, and it was I kind of like his view of his songs a little bit. Yeah, well, that happens. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that I saw uh, Eminem fans uh, yelling at you about a shirt on Twitter mm-hmm. one time. And I wonder if it's because they... I wonder if they think that he's going to read those and be like, this is a true fan. Maybe. I think they just, like, he straight up means a lot to them. Yeah. (laughs) That's what it is. They just, Eminem means a lot to them. Yeah. Do you have any musician that you would defend to, like, the death? Um... No, I mean, not, not anybody that I would, like, defend, like, beyond my principles, <laughs> no. <laughs> like, there's, yeah. Mm-hmm. Wish you didn't hate people, but mm-hmm. since you're you. And, I mean, I like to think that if somebody was up in my mentions, like, yelling at me or whatever, I'd be, like, all, like, zen and peaceful and, like, I... What? I understand. You mean they have a different opinion about someone you love? Yeah. But I don't know, you know? Yeah. No, I, I saw a friend last night that I hadn't seen for a long time, and she said that she was over Rihanna, and I kind of set, I, I set everything down. <laughs> like, I had a computer, I just shut it and kind of set it down, set everything next to you, and I didn't realize I would have a reaction like that. But then I kept showing her pictures, I'm like, but what about this picture? <laughs> like, how can you say that? Check this out. Did what you? she wore, I asked her, like, do you know what she wore last night to a late night studio visit? She's like, no, I don't. And I said, well, let me show you. And then tell me you don't like her. Did, uh, did, you, did she seal, seal the light eventually? Not really. I mean, she was nice to me about it. Yeah. Mm. That's nice. People call me thirsty. People are going to say, Perfume Genius, you're thirsty. What's They're going to say, Perfume Genius, you're thirsty. Because of how much of, like, Rihanna. I was posting about Sufjan for a while, and I got, like, four tweets being like, you're thirsty. You're thirsty. For Sufjan. <laughs> I was just really into the album. It's not my fault that he's hot, too. No, it's really not your fault. It's, mm-hmm. his, it's his fault. It's his fault. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, are you, though? Uh, Am I thirsty? Yeah, are you thirsty, though? No, but... Good. Well, that means, like, you like, really want to get their attention, right? Like, right, you really right. want... No. Yeah, I was But I was supposed to like, meet him, and I was excited about that, but I wouldn't say that I was thirsty for it. Yeah. <laughs> but you didn't get to meet him? You were supposed to meet him and didn't get no, to meet I him? No, I saw his, like, hat cocked to the side, like, a couple rows up. Yeah. I think he left in the middle of my singing, <laughs> which doesn't bode well. I met a lot of people, though, being a musician and touring and stuff. 
I met a lot of people that I really like. Cool. Mm-hmm. People you had wanted to meet or people you, you, uh, you just, just people you like? I think it's just more like I will get into an album and then I will be able to end up maybe seeing that person at some point, like at a festival or something. Yeah, that's something cool, right? Kind of awesome about that, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was writing about a friend's song for the talk house and started talk- thinking about that too. I guess it's very, very cool to kind of know people and to like have, um, like to be just as affected by the music they make as like conversations you can have with them. It's a I really, know. really wild thing. You would think that that would lessen after you actually get to know the person. Yeah, no. It doesn't always. But, Sometimes, to be honest, it does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not, not even like in a bad way, not like because they're bad people, but for some reason, like some mystique is gone or yeah. I don't know. And so often people aren't like the music they make. And sometimes that's, I don't know. Like disorienting or something? Yeah. Yeah. But most of the time that doesn't happen. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> most people that make music are crazy. And they're just yeah. big old nerds, really. And so I feel really, I don't know, it makes it easy for me <laughs> to talk to them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some people that are like really on top of it. Are you really on top of it? Like uh, really organized and like answer emails and stuff? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. No, I mean, it's just the only way that I know how to be, but I actually wish that I could not be that way really? sometimes. Well, maybe we can meet in the middle. I need to okay. be. I'm really bad at it. All right. I was trying to be good about this thing, but I was like late to it. But I really, I just was in the place where I thought I was supposed to be. But I'm really bad at keeping in touch and answering my emails and stuff. Well, there's just too much shit. Huh? There's just too much stuff to keep on top of. I guess so. Maybe. You don't think that's it? You're just you're just bad at it. I'm just really avoidant. Yeah. And like emails and responding makes me a little nervous. Like I always want to do the best response. Like if someone writes me, I want to say the best thing back to them. And I never feel like I'm in the mood. Like I'm either too hungry or something. Like oh, I'll after I eat, I'll write them something that's gives them the respect that they deserve or whatever. Even just stupid little emails, but then I never end up writing them. And it's the point where I know I'm gonna be like that, so I don't even, <laughs> like, I'll just look at them for a second. I know I'm gonna not respond until I absolutely have to. Yeah. But it's not fair to everyone else. All right, I'm good at responding to, uh, like, uh, I'm good at responding to uh, organizational type emails, but not ones that are, like, personal. Mm. I'm really bad at that. It's much easier for me to be like a robot than a real person. Robots are cool, though. Mm-hmm. They get stuff done. Yeah. Yeah. I've been reading a lot of sci-fi. Do you read any sci-fi? I haven't in a while, but I used to read a lot of sci-fi. What are you reading? I read a lot of Octavia Butler's books. I've heard that she's really good. But Super read good. I've read yeah. like five books of hers in a row. Cool. They're really good. And then I read um, some other ones. I used to be really into fantasy, like gnomes and magic. But I've switched. I've switched to science fiction. Yeah, that's a big, that's a big divide, right? <laughs> that's a big leap. <laughs> well, like, people are always singing in the lake and stuff like that. I got kind of sick of it. Yeah. Or it's always the same thing. It was always like, um, like someone that didn't know they were the chosen one. Like a, some farm boy or something. And then he ends up being picked to make everything all right. Yeah. In the old timey, like, meadow world. I got sick of it. Yeah. But I got really into aliens. I'm super into... That was one banter thing I was doing for a while. I kept asking people in the audience if they 
seen any aliens or whatever, but it was all in Europe too, so they couldn't understand what I was saying. No. But did you ever get a response, like no. a positive? No. I went to a psychic once that she did my reading, but then she refused to read my mom because she said my mom was not from this planet and she's not used to, to doing psychic readings on people that are aliens. <laughs> <laughs> that, the thing is, I totally believe that my mom would have an alien soul. Mm. Yeah, I, I was really going to say, how that. did you take that news? It made sense to me. Yeah. But I wonder if I would have one then too. Like if I would have half of her soul or no, if it's completely disconnected. It's, I mean, it... Who we don't know, do we? Would absolutely be hereditary now, I'm pretty sure. Alien soul, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, they yeah. have a half of heritable. You've ever been to a psychic? No. Do you believe in it? Uh, I don't not believe in it. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I'm not really big on believing in things. Really? Yeah, or I'm not really believing in it. I like that other people believe in things. Yeah. And I like to hear about them. That's good. And I think that they're, like, I respect that they're important to people. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, like the people, like, I'm not religious, but the people, like, in my family or my friends that are religious, mm -hmm. like, I'm glad that they have that in their lives. It's really important to them, and it, like, fulfills something for them that otherwise would be a big, empty void. Right. Yeah. That's good. What about you? Do I believe in stuff? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> cool. <laughs> good. Mm -hmm. I do. Pretty much believe in everything, I think. Yeah. Why not? Yeah, sure. <laughs> My guitarist Tom does not believe in ghosts. Just gonna put that out there. My guitarist Tom does not believe in ghosts. Have you guys had a fight about it? Kind of. Like I actually get kind of upset. Like I yeah. wish it was more like you. Even though I'm the one that like deeply believes in them, but I'm upset that he is not. So I, but I just started sending him pictures of like really sensual ghosts, so like <laughs> like 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 nude nude phantoms, and be like, what about now, Tom? <laughs> what about this ghost? I don't know if I believe that you're actually trying to convince him that ghosts. No, exist. now I'm just torturing him. <laughs> but there, I do get really defensive about that. I wish I wouldn't. Like if people don't believe in magic and love. Love, for some reason, really bothers me when people get really super into, like, it's a, it's a chemical or whatever. Well, that just, yeah, that just seems silly to me. I don't know why. It very well could be. What, 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 why wouldn't that be magic, too? Well, no, I mean, it just, it seems silly to me to not believe in, to not believe in love. Like, what's the point of not believing in it, I guess? I think it's just a control thing. Yeah. No offense, Tom. The control thing. Tom doesn't believe in love. <laughs> huh? Tom doesn't believe in love either. No, I think he does. I think okay. Tom's just super smart. And sometimes when people are super smart, they don't believe in ghosts and shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice.
I've never worked out. My dad used to make me box. I worked oh. out a lot, a lot. I wrestled all through my childhood up until high school, mm-hmm. until I came out. And I also boxed, which is weird. Are you, are you good at it? Um, I was good at wrestling. Yeah. I wasn't very into boxing, so I wasn't very good at it because I didn't yeah. care enough. Yeah. Plus, you do a lot of shadow boxing, which I felt silly about. It's like boxing, nothing. I can't do that. Yeah. But I, we would spar a lot. Mm. Family sparring. Did you? With the gloves. Oh, and always with out, gloves. Huh? Always with gloves. Oh, yeah. I heard recently that, um, that when people used to fight without gloves, that it was actually a lot less dangerous because they wouldn't hit each other in the face as much. That's probably cool. Because it would hurt their hands too much. So people didn't used to get, like, uh, you know, serious like brain injuries. Oof. And that sort of mm-hmm. thing. We never really went for it that <laughs> hardcore. Good. I did knock my dad on his ass once, though. It was, like, a crowning achievement for me. Cool. Mm-hmm. And I broke a guy's arm once in a wrestling match. Whoa. It was an accident. It wasn't purpose. Yeah. But I weirdly feel proud about that, which kind of makes me feel bad. I always get upset when I get, like, proud of some really stereotypically, like, masculine thing that I did. Yeah. Or, like, if I catch something, like, really good, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> like, check that out. I just caught that. <laughs> and why do I care? It's, like, leftover. Yeah. Do you, I mean, like, if, if, uh, if somebody else was proud of doing the same thing, would you be, like, would like, you oh, be... Yeah. Yeah. That's nothing. Yeah. (laughs) Probably. (laughs) I think it's just because people always, like, I was like, hey, can you hand me that? And then they would throw it to me, and I would would be like, no. (laughs) You know what I mean? And so I wouldn't even try anymore to catch it. It was so mortifying as a kid, like, hey, Mike. (laughs) They're like, hey, Mike, here. I'm like, no. (laughs) You know? So one time, like, this guy that I thought was really cute threw me some keys, and I was like, I'm going to catch these. You know what I mean? So I caught, but I caught them so hard that my whole hands are like gushing blood. Wow. So it didn't really work out. But yeah, I don't, I don't like to catch stuff. Maybe now I won't do that anymore. I'm trying to figure out how you could catch something so hard that it would, because they were all, you just like askew. gripped it really hard. <laughs> They're all wayward, like guinea pig fur. Yeah. And I grabbed. Yeah. Yeah. That's scary. <laughs> <laughs> And with that, Shanna had to head off to soundcheck. So they parted ways. And that's it for this TalkHouse Music podcast. Thanks to our engineer, Mark Yoshizumi. And to our editor, Elia Einhorn. For more great TalkHouse Music podcasts, you can visit our SoundCloud page or subscribe to the TalkHouse Music podcast at iTunes. And for lots of great writing about music by great musicians, please visit thetalkhouse.com slash music. <laughs>